You got to be good at something before you're the best at anything. What do I mean? I'll tell you in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, good people? Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Blue Nile, make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Jaguars listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use the code Locked On at checkout. And we thank you for joining us here on Locked On Jaguars, making us your first listen because it's your team every day. We are free on all platforms, everywhere and anywhere you get your podcast you can find us for free including youtube make sure you like and subscribe so i was saying in my opening that you have to be good at some things before you're the best at anything what i mean by that is over the years the jaguars have not been good at any facet of football occasionally very very good at defense 2017 2018 very good at running the ball and some people would question that because they didn't like Leonard Fournette's manner of running the football but just the sheer uh commitment to the run and the determination to uh, run the football over and over because they couldn't pass it made it seem like the Jaguars at least statistically were very very good against the run never were the great at coaching Never were the best at anything else in particular. And this is, I'm not talking about the era of the Fred Taylors and the Jimmys and the Tony Bacellas and the Tom Coughlin's. I'm talking about a recent memory. Just weren't very good. The last thing that they were really, really good at before that whole uh, Jalen era, era with uh, Calais and all of those guys is Maurice Jones Drew led the league in rushing. And, and that was over a decade ago, a decade and a half. And Rasheen Mathis was very, very good at corner. And they had two very good linebackers in in Buck, uh, Daryl Smith, as well as Mike Peterson, and, of course, the two defensive tackles with uh, John Henderson and Marcus Stroud. But you'd have to go few and far in between until you found things that the Jaguars were good at. Uh, Last year, they were pretty bad at just about everything all over again, even though last year was uh, about – being young and just everybody's just looking for promise and all of that got overshadowed by everything that was going on in the front office so which based on that they were bad at coaching again because urban was terrible he's like the worst coach he's in that rich co-type territory of coaches right uh rich co-type the giants had what ray 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 what, what was his name ray something ray hanley Ray Hanley back in the 90s and Rich Kotite. These are the names that you normally get when people – Jim Zorn was pretty bad for Washington. These are the names that you sort of get when people – Bobby Petrino, that's a real good one for Urban. But these are the names you kind of get when you think about how bad Urban Meyer was. So even last year with coaching, they they weren't very good. There's always been something to, to be desired with the uh, personnel department. 
I think Shaq Harris is better than a lot of people, but Gene Smith wasn't very good. I think Dave Caldwell was 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 really good as a scout who knew talent. I didn't think he was very good at team building. And I told him, "What's up, Dave? I know you're probably listening, but hey, I I told him I was honestly, you know, you ain't team team building worth a damn now, you know. But that's all good. And they just they just haven't been the best at anything. The teams that win are the best at something, or at the very least, they are not the doormats of their division first. And I was never this guy. I used to always argue or debate or get into it with my radio uh, comrades about uh, folks would say stuff like, you have to build your team to win the division, build your team to win your division. And my thing was, no, you just build a team and you try to win the Super Bowl. You build a team to be as good as possible. And if you do that, the division will come and, um, you know, just, 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 just build a championship team and you'll win the division. Don't try to just sit here and win the division. You have to just build a team because if you try to just say, okay, we're, we need to beat the Titans, whether it's the Titans or the Colts or um, whoever, right? That's not good enough. Because what happens is when you build your team to just beat one team, that doesn't work when you have to beat somebody else that's in the same conference in order to get to the Super Bowl. And sometimes it doesn't mean that you can just gradually step to the next level. So you can't just assume that just because, okay, now we won a division, now we can take on other people. Doesn't work like that. You need to build a championship team with whatever in your mind you think a championship team is. And then you need to take your philosophy and put it on the table against anybody, and that should win you the division eventually. That's the way I've always thought. But in terms of looking at this, the way that we're going to look at it today, as I send a message to people telling them not to call me right now, we're going to break it down because we're going to have to take baby steps as an organization. The Jaguars will have to first be the best at their division, be able to win at least five games or at least four games out of the six divisional games, four and two. It'd be nice if they go five and one. And then hopefully the style of play or whatever it is that allows them to be great or allows them to be winners in their division, they that translates to them taking that formula and then now winning outside of division into the divisional. And, and hopefully the, the lack of, uh, the lack of what's the word I'm looking for? the lack of identity that other people may have for them or the lack of say the lack of uh, familiarity that someone may have will they, they can sneak up on somebody and catch them in the play. That's sort of what happened with Cincinnati last year. Cincinnati was explosive offensively. They, they didn't blow people away in the regular season and, and their record didn't look like they were going to run and march to the Super Bowl and be 50 yards away from winning the title. But they got, they got hot, and they were a team that you had to contend with. So how do I think the Jaguars need to do it? First, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through where I think in the division the Jaguars rank with everything. I'm going to go to unit by unit, and then I'm going to even include the coaching staff, and I'm going to tell you where I think they rank. And I might even get I might even get honorary enough to tell you who I think ranks below them or above them. And I don't want to be picking on one team, but there's one team but I'm going to preface it 
the Jaguars got swept by this team last year. There's one team I think is going to rank pretty low in all of these different categories. So I want you to hang on, hold your horses, get ready as we go through. And I'm going to tell you what the Jaguars actually have to be good at or, or where I think they rank in terms of not being – I don't think they're the worst at anything. I'm not going to even tease you to death with it. I do not think the Jaguars are the worst at anything anymore in this division. And that goes a long, long way when we're talking about the things that they need to do and how they need to improve. So hang tough with me as I let you guys know exactly where I think the Jaguars rank in the division and what I think it means. I'll tell you in the third segment for what uh, the diagnosis or the prognosis is for this season. So hang tight. As I tell you guys about our friends over at betonline.net, I hope you guys did not lose a whole bunch of money following with the Celtics like I did. But you can recover because there's still stuff going on. The NHL finals are in full swing, and you can catch that at betonline.net because it's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action because BetOnline is where the game starts. And you guys, make sure you start here with me every single day on Locked on Jaguars three days a week during the month of June, and we'll be back at it and back to it on our daily schedule very, very soon, especially as things pick up towards training camp. I got a favor I need from you. We have an important favor to ask of you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Locked on Podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked on Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 different $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So take uh, the time uh, to, to do our audience survey. Uh, go to LockedOnSportsPodcast.com slash survey. We thank you in, your, in advance for your help. All right, so let me get to it. Let me start on – let me start with the coaching staff. I think the Jaguars have the best coaching staff in the AFC South. There, I'm going to say it. As much as I love and respect Lovey Smith, I think the Jaguars are better. Doug Peterson has won a Super Bowl, and that's something that no one else can say. And Mike Vrabel is great. Mike is a good man. Mike, Mike is tough. He's everything you want in a coach. Peterson may have a little bit of an advantage because he's an offensive play caller and he's surrounded by a bunch of people offensively that knows exactly what he wants. The defensive coordinator, a guy who just won a Super Bowl two years ago, Mike Caldwell, as a defensive coordinator with one of the most impressive units on Tampa's team. Therefore, better than Frank Wright, who lost Matt Eberflus, better than Tennessee, who a year ago uh, lost Arthur Smith, and they they have to they have a lot of pieces on offense they have to replace, and better than Houston. I'll tell you how all that translates later. But right now, I think the Jaguars have the best coaching staff in the AFC South. Let's go with quarterbacks. I think the Jaguars have the best quarterback in the AFC South, and I'm not being biased. I really do. I'm not talking about what I expect or project. 
no more than I'm talking about what I saw last year or what Matt Ryan has done in his entire career. Right here and right now, if you had to pick a guy this season, all things being equal, who'd you take? I know a lot of people still take Matty Ice. I wouldn't because he can't move. So uh, I know the rookie outplayed Trevor a little bit with Houston last year. I still wouldn't take him because he's just not better. And Ryan Tannehill is Ryan Tannehill. He'll look good one week and he'll look terrible the next. I think the Jaguars have the best quarterback in the AFC South. How about running backs? Healthy? The Jaguars are probably not the best, but they're not the worst. I'd say they're third, and that's because Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor might be one and two in the entire league, if not the top three, if you include Nick Chubb, so therefore, or Alvin Kamara. So therefore, I'll say they're not the worst. I will give that to the Houston Texans, so the Jaguars are not doormats, but they are very competitive if their two guys are very healthy. Wide receivers. This is a tough one for me because I don't think they're the best but I also don't think they're anywhere near the worst. I think they're tied for second with the Colts. With Houston right behind them. I will give the nod to Tennessee because we have seen what Robert Woods can do. And then they used the first round pick on the kid out of Arkansas. But I think the Jaguars have the potential to be very, very good. And I do think while it's not a strength for those next three teams in the division, I do think the Jaguars Okay. Offensive line, this may shock you. I think the Jaguars are probably right number two. And it's number two because I kind of want to give a little bit of an advantage because of Quentin Nelson that the Colts are number one, but I'm not so sure. I think the Jaguars really, really helped themselves with Brandon Scherf, who's not probably as good as Quentin Nelson, but he's in the ballpark with him and, and Jonathan Martin and guys like that. Overall, I think the Jaguars are young, big, and physical, and with better coaching. I'd put them like right smack in the middle, two or three, and I wouldn't argue with anything, but I don't think they're the worst offensive line. The tight end group that they love, now here's where I will be honest with you. I won't say that I don't think they're the worst, but I will say this. That's the one unit on this team. That's the one unit on this team that they seem to love way more than I do, and this is an offensive guy in Doug Peterson who has raved about, he says, the deepest room they have, and for me, it's just a simple fact that if they love, if they like it, I love it. And Evan Ingram can play. Now they have a lot of versatility. They have a lot of guys who can do a lot of different stuff. I don't know who I'll put at the top of this list, but I definitely won't put the Jaguars at the top, but I don't necessarily put them at the bottom either. So I'll basically call that a wash special teams with the punter, the kicker and a healthy uh, Agnew uh, running back kicks. I think the Jaguars could probably argue that they got as good a unit as anybody in special teams. I don't know enough about it to be able to 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 uh, to really tell you or not whether I think they're number one, but I don't think they're at the bottom. So the theme here is that they're not bottom feeders on offense and coaching as well as special teams. We're going to take a look at that defense and see, and we're going to be transparent, we're going to be honest, and see where that defense lines up a little bit with the rest of the AFC South and then give you a little bit of a prognosis on what it all means and how it has to come together. We'll do it in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. I got to tell you about our friends over at Rock Auto. 
This episode is also brought to you by our friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com. You need to save time and save money when using rockauto.com because you're going to get car parts, the best car parts, and you're not going to have to go stand in a chain store and ask these ridiculous questions. You're going to save 30, 50, and sometimes even 100% on the same parts that you would get at a chain store or a dealership, right? Right. An example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. It's $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over two decades. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer, all day, every day. All you got to do, man, is go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. It's an amazing selection. Reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. I use them. I'm very, very satisfied, and I'm sure you will be too. We thank you again for making us your first listen here on Locked On Jaguars. I want you guys to have a great Father's Day. I always do. Tomorrow's my son's birthday. He was actually born 27 years ago this weekend on father's day it was june 18th at that time so i'm gonna have a good time i'm gonna have me a funky good time this weekend with my family and i hope all of you do the same thing i don't know about you guys it's just been a pleasure for me to be a dad it's almost like it should be my kids holiday because it's just been a pleasure being a father is like one of the greatest opportunities that i've ever been presented with so happy father's day to all of you guys uh, the first picks of the ultimate mock draft, the NBA mock draft, have been made. Search now for ultimate NBA mock draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, plus the draft experts of Locked On NBA, Big Boy. The five-episode ultimate NBA mock draft is underway. Make ultimate NBA mock draft your second listen today. Make sure you look that up and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're going to look at the defense real quick. And then tell you how we can tie this all together together to be dominance in the AFC South. Defensive line, this is a tough one because I look at the other teams around the league and they have some really, really, really dominant players. I think the Jaguars in Houston are battling it out uh, to, to see who's not going to be on the bottom. The teams run different schemes. Now, we have two 4-3 teams in Indy and in Houston and two, three, four teams. So we're not including the edge rushers on uh, the three, four teams. Those guys are actually considered linebackers. So if you include the total front sevens, I think obviously Indy has the advantage over everyone in the division with Darius Leonard and of course, Brenton Buckner. And they really, really helped themselves getting Yannick and Gakwe to go along with Quiddy Pay. They have a real good middle linebacker as well. I think Indy's probably the cream of the crop when it comes to that. I think maybe the best player might be Jonathan Simmons. Uh, Harold Landry's pretty good too, but Jonathan Simmons might be the best defensive player in the entire division in Tennessee. So for that reason, I'll just say that those teams are up there. But I do love the potential of Jacksonville with their big edge rushers and Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. As as, as Also, I love the, the youth and the additions that they made at free agency at Mike Linebacker. So I can't put him at the bottom, but I don't necessarily think it's fair for me. I don't really know enough about Houston. I know they got some pretty good players. I wouldn't necessarily think that I wouldn't put him at the bottom, but I'm not putting the Jags at the bottom either. So I'm going to say it's a little bit of a wash. But with the arrow pointing up for Jacksonville because 
I think there's so much potential. Secondary. Secondary is very, very interesting. I think I might give this one to Jacksonville, even though the best player in the secondary in the division is Kevin Byer, the uh, safety, the all-pro safety, and that might be enough to get him over the hump, right? I just think Jacksonville has a lot of depth and they have a lot of length uh, at the corner position, and adding Darius Williams probably gives them the three best corners in the division. But just for the sake of this, I'll say at least they're no worse than number two in the division at the defensive back spot. So uh, I'll put them there. Now, so as you've heard, there, there's not really one where you can definitively say the Jacksonville Jaguars are worse than anyone in the division at any of these three different spots. Coaching, offense, and defense, all of those different units. So what does it mean moving forward? What it means moving forward is they have a shot to be better. Uh, it doesn't win any games for them to, to be better on paper than anyone, but what it does is give them the opportunity to at least show up, walk out of the tunnel, and have a chance to win. I think the biggest advantage of all of these are the two that I mentioned er early. The fact that Doug Peterson and his staff, I believe, uh, have a chance to be really superior to anyone else in the division, and that gives them a game plan advantage, plus it gives them an advantage in the game. And I think the fact that he has that Lombardi trophy and that Mike Caldwell has one as well, what that does is it gives them instant credibility with their players, and their players are going to believe in them probably more than some of the other teams. And then now, you know, maybe some doubt has started to creep in on these other teams that have these coaches, especially uh, with Frank Reich, because if he's on the hot seat, doubt might be creeping in, and they're going to a third quarterback in three years, and, and maybe with Mike Vrabel, and they may be in a situation where the Jaguars were with Blake Bortles, where the team doesn't really believe in the quarterback. So all of these things could be true, but we're going to see exactly how it plays out. But from a coaching standpoint, that's what I think. The quarterback is the other one. I just think the, the sky is the limit for Trevor Lawrence. And I love the fact that the pressure has gone from being that guy who's number one, and now people are sort of forgetting about him a little bit. I had a guy tell me they forgot Trevor was even in Jacksonville. Good. Forget that he's in Jacksonville because now Trevor can relax, go out. Uh, they've insulated him a little bit. They've given him more weapons. They've improved the running game. They've improved the offensive line. The defense have got, has gotten better. This is going to be a true rookie year for him where he really gets a chance to show exactly what it is he could do. We thank you for making us your first listen. I want you guys to have a big time Father's Day and uh, enjoy the weekend with your loved ones. You guys uh, always make us your first listen, and we really, really appreciate it. We are eternally grateful here at Locked on Jaguars. Happy Father's Day again. Have a nice weekend. We'll see you next week here on Locked on Jaguars.